Good morning, top of the morning to all my good folks. It's October 31st. Happy Halloween to you if you do celebrate Halloween. Um, have a good day to anybody who uses this as a regular day. It's just a regular day to them. Um, contrary to what people may think or their religious beliefs, I'm old enough. I'm not that old, but I probably tell my age because I, I remember this. I'm old enough to remember that Halloween wasn't so bad. It was it was actually a time that the community actually did come together. People cared about your kids going from house to house. Um, there was a couple of moms that had band together and say, you know, I'll be with your, your kid can come with my kid. We'll walk the neighborhood and stuff like that. People got dressed up in their costumes. Um, you actually had a good time. I think somewhere around maybe the early or mid 2000s when all the crazy shit started occurring man you um it's just crazy people you don't know what they're putting in the candy now um you don't know if they're actually giving your kids candy you don't know if they giving them a whole eight ball man even if i put a whole eight ball of crack in your kids trick-or-treat bag man you have no idea till you go into the room little nigga foaming at the mouth or some shit like, it's, it's, it's that serious. I mean, jokingly, but really it's that serious. You don't know what the hell is going on nowadays, man. So, I guess parents are doing the right thing by taking the proper precautions of maybe taking your child to your local church. Um, I think they have a thing called Trunk or Treat. Um, I think when I was younger, when my mom got saved and she got into the church and, and had us, I think it was... Was it Hallelujah Night? It was something like that. It was something like that. You know, they still gave out, you know, uh, candy to the kids. I don't remember dressing up at that point. When my mom got into church, I don't remember dressing up anymore. But um, it was a little less fun. <laughs> I love God and everything, but it wasn't the same thing of being able to go to the neighborhood and go neighborhood to neighborhood, door to door with your friends and do crazy stuff. I do remember people getting egged and shit. Um, people's houses getting toilet papered, a little crazy stuff, but it still was all in good fun. Nobody got killed or anything. Um, it just shows you how much times has changed, and and, it, and it's crazy. But anyway, enough about my deep dive into Halloween. We have a, a pretty good story today. I'm talking to Miss Sierra Ruffin. She's gonna tell us about the ins and outs of her previous, I don't know, relationship, marriage. Um, and how she recognizes some of the pitfalls and some of the mistakes she may have made. She's not blaming her spouse, but she's better yet getting um, a good idea of where she went wrong and how she can learn from this and how you, the listener, who may be going through the same things can learn from this too. So after this song, we're going to get right into it. Let's go. Walking on the block with life in my pocket. We in the VIP and we sippin' on bug. I'm in the VIP and lighting up drugs. I keep a full fifth right down by my nuts. See me on my two way and I keep it blowing cuz. Hit me on my beeper. 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 We looking for the beige and the green and the diesel. Hit me on my beeper. Hit me on my beeper. You want it, I got it, you need it. Own it, you got it. Come see it, hate it, they got it. Beat me prices, I doubt they did beat it. Narcotics, you gotta come get it. Straight money, gotta come with it. Telling you now that my shit is bigger than knuckles or midgets. I care it for the nigga, I care the cake up. Smokers on me, kill em. I get the paper. I got exotic, homie. I pump that purple, homie. That's how I got it, homie. I duck them tools, homie. Catch me on the night shift like the Commodore. You was about that bullshit, what you call me for? Watching my cash stack, I got the metal handy. I keep a knapsack full of the devil's can long as I keep it in selling Act like you keep it, you wellin' Sick of that bullshit, you yellin' Hurt cause your people keep telling Know that you broke cause it's showin' Suppose I had coke and you blowin' You know I know niggas you owin' Talkin' about kickin' your doin' We in the VIP and we sippin' on bug I'm in the VIP and lighting up drugs I keep a full fifth right down by my nuts See me on my two-way and I keep it blowing cuz Hit me on my beeper, hit me on my beeper Hit me on my beeper, hit me on my beeper We looking for the beige and the green and the diesel Hit me on my beeper, hit me on my beeper For when you get two, I'm on Tuesday On that day your workers is useless Think that I'm just doing music Just to keep that for these clueless Niggas is whopping and popping Trying to white moving, no stopping Putting a nice groove in my pocket 
pocket, nobody's rude as my Glock and walk in the club and they own us God, they just love us, they want us One of them wanna just know us Other one won't wanna just bone us I don't just fuck anything It gotta be something that's banging Soon as my beat boogie ranging I'm on my way to be slanging One time hit the shit, don't be there Cause them niggas come quick like an email They coming up the block Two ladies butt naked They picking out a spot They let the mutt check see the police and they holler Chevy Caprice and them dodging Niggas is creeping and dodging Niggas ain't beating them jogging Don't let them stop you, you dirty, dirty Don't stop it, keep swerving Throw that shit out on the curb Or you gon' get out till you 30 We in the VIP and we sipping on book I'm in the VIP and they lighting up drugs I keep a full fifth right down by my nuts See me on my two-way and I keep it glowing cuz Hit me on my beeper, hit me on my beeper Hit me on my beeper, hit me on my beeper We looking for the beige and the green and the diesel Hit me on my beeper, hit me on my beeper Flip scope, flip scope, all a nigga know Flip scope, flip scope, all a nigga know Flip scope, flip scope, all a nigga know Catch a heart attack, cuz Catch a heart attack, cuz Catch a heart attack, cuz You running so fast Catch a heart attack, cuz Catch a heart attack, cuz Catch a heart attack, cuz You know when it's legit They call it heart attack, cuz Call it heart attack, cuz Call it heart attack, cuz When the fiends take a hit They catch a heart attack, cuz Catch a heart attack, cuz Catch a heart attack, cuz Hey 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 What's good? It's your boy Ant. Y'all tuned in to the Off the Wall podcast. You know, we back for another week. I didn't hit the mega millions. That shit was up to 1.6 billion. So, yeah, I guess I'm back to doing the podcast. You know what I mean? That was real life changing money. I mean, that's that's probably, man, I really honestly don't know what the hell I would have did with 1.6 billion. I think the payout was probably, I don't know, probably like a cool 904 million or somewhere in the 800s or something like that. But either way, of course, the shit was life-changing. I've seen a couple of dumbasses on social media talking about if they would have hit that, they would have still be working and shit. Like, I'm like, there's no way, man. That's, <laughs> there's no fucking way. You you would still think you can carry on with your regular life after hitting for $1.6 billion, man. There's no way. No way, man. Like, as soon as you went to work, first thing that went wrong, you'd be ready to tell your boss, the staff, the whole fucking organization to kiss your ass, man. Like, so... uh. All you people claiming that y'all would go back to living your regular lives after being a, a billionaire, stop it, man. Stop it. I mean, some of y'all act funny when you get your tax money. It ain't number like seven, eight thousand, man. So what the hell are you going? You know what I'm saying? Niggas would just be doing outrageous shit. You know what I mean? If they would have hit for that much. But uh, anyway, we have a special guest today. We have yet another Bruin, another lady Bruin. I think this is going to be a very great show. Um, we have Miss Sierra Ruffin. I'm about to get Miss Sierra on the line. Right now. Hello. Hey, hey, how you doing? Is this Miss Sierra? Yes, this is she. Hey, how you doing? This Aunt and you on the Off the Wall podcast. How's it like going? Good, good. Good, good. I and, and I already let the people know, you know what I'm saying, they, oh, as, as my intro, that you are a Lady Bruins, so we know what to expect from these Lady Bruins tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You, you get you get, you ready for Halloween? You got any Halloween party plans coming up? No plans for Halloween. What? I thought, I thought that was Benefield Girl's favorite holiday. Oh, don't do me. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I ain't gonna do that. Um, little backstory for you guys out there that's listening. Um, I left a stat yesterday. What was what was it about? I said I left a stat about people who may be in a relationship or waiting for a divorce or something like that, and right. you hit me up. And Sierra hit me up on the post. Uh, 
a little background on her story. I think she is going through something like that. You are going through a divorce, right? Yeah. Yeah, she She's going through a divorce. Um not too long married and and I guess was the good starting point would be what got you to that point now where you felt like you just couldn't do the marriage anymore. What broke me was I feel like, you know, you and your spouse share things. They know things about you that nobody else knows. They know your deepest, darkest secrets, your fears, everything. Mm -hmm. So at no point in time should they repeat any of those things out loud or to anyone else. Or even to your face. I agree. agree. So that's what got me. I could deal with whatever the scandals were. What broke me was when my husband said something to my face that he knows breaks me and he was okay with it but what you know just to play a little de- no, I don't even like saying the words devil advocate just to play you know um, I don't know what we call it we just say advocate <laughs> so <laughs> why would so was it to the point that was it really that bad that what he said really crushed your feelings that you felt like it could no longer go on go along or were you already feeling that way no I mean I was willing to work on it we have tried marriage counseling twice Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I mean, I'm all for marriage. I love couples. I love pe- seeing people happy. That wasn't a way for me to get out. I felt like at that point, if you can do that to me and you know how I feel about the situation, because I've explained to him that somebody else has done it to me before. Okay. Okay. That's good. So for you to do it to me, it kind of is like, you don't give a damn about my feelings. Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, you can cuss. You can cuss up here. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the end for me. That was the ultimate disrespect to me. Okay, so that sheds a little bit more light on the story because you're right. If, if I go to somebody and they already know what bugs me and they know I don't like and they do it, you're right. It's kind of it. That kind of like is a spit in the face. Right. Um, and that's exactly how I took it. Man, but. It, 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 it was just, oh, man, because it, it seems like y'all not. How long was you guys married? It seemed like y'all had just We were married for, we've been married for a year now. But this happened um, two months prior to our year mark. So 10 months into our marriage is when things really, you know, some stuff hit the fan. Wow. So. Damn, that, that's kind of quick. Like, we never want to hear, um, sorry to hear that. And we never want to hear, like, especially marriages because, you know, them, them supposed to be, Big vows, deep commitments, you know, and you really—they right. say you be with that person for life, but I don't know, man. I guess it—I guess it was you know your limits. I guess you know your limits, and right. you're staying in something that you're not happy in. And when I got married, I was looking at it for life, mm-hmm. but you know, some things happen, and for life change. And I don't believe in sitting nowhere happy. I'm not one of those people that you know. Well, you know how your grandma used to be married to your granny for 40, 50 years and he got all those outside kids. And yeah. No, I ain't one of them people. I'm not sitting through anything just to say I got a husband. It's okay. I'm still young. I can get another one. Yeah, true. True. No, so it's nothing that can be, it's irreconcilable. You, you're saying it can't be fixed at all. No, it can't be fixed. Well, our, our situation is a little bit different because we actually work at the same place. Oh, that's bad. So, I've been through, not I've been only do that I have to see you at work, I have to see you at home, and all of these people that know our situation, everybody's talking, everybody's making up stuff, it's just gotten so out of hand that I think it's just best for us to just part ways and be done with it. Oh, you, you're right. I've been through that situation before, too, but I wasn't married. Um, had a girlfriend who worked at the same spot. That's, re- yo, man. Yeah. You're, you're right. I'm surprised you guys stayed together. As long as you did, that's kind of tough, especially working with the person. Right. Um, got to see them at home. Got to see them at work. Like it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. People don't understand that. That's why I'm I'm totally against people dating somebody you work with. Exactly. So we were taking lunch together. We got we kind of got away from that because we felt like we were spending too much time together. You know, I gotta see you at lunchtime. I gotta see you every break, and I gotta see you at home, and I gotta see you on all our days off. And then they moved me to a schedule that made me. Really, we had the same schedule. I was rotating, and then they put me on a straight shift. So it made it uh, spend a whole lot of time together. So when I was rotating, we valued our time apart, you know, and the time that we got together. But just seeing somebody all day, every day, not good. 
Mm. And, and I believe I know the place you're working at. I don't know how the hell you got a straight shift. When I was out there, I was trying hard as hell to get a straight shift. I got a promotion, so I'm oh. doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, yeah. Congratulations on that, man. Because I, I was you. trying to get a straight shift when I worked out there for the longest. But exactly. Good God. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a blessing anytime <laughs> you can do that. But um, take take us back. So how did you guys get acquainted? Like, how, how did you guys start? Look, talking? we're so corny. We met on Trivia Crate. Do you know what that is? Like, the, the word games? Trivia, trivia. Was trivia Crate. It's it kind of like Scrabble or Words with Friends or something like that. Uh-huh. And so we met up there. Um, I've seen him at work because I've been here for 10 years. So mm. I've seen him in passing. But I knew he was, I knew he was in a relationship with somebody, but I didn't know he was married to somebody at the time. I'm his second wife, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was married to a chick for 15 years, his kid's mom. Oh, okay. Before we got married. And um, he just hit me up one day. We started playing trivia crack, and then he, it was a little conversation. I'm like, oh, ain't you married? He was like, actually, I'm not. I'm separated. I'm going through a divorce. This is that. So that's what started it off. And then we just started hanging out and kicking it. Everybody know I like to eat. It was feeding me that maybe gained 50 pounds. You know, <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. I like this dude. I like him. But then he started coming off real strong. And as a woman, I, well, at least me, I don't like it when men come off too strong. You know, mm. you got to play it cool a little bit, you know. So we just started hanging out or whatever. Then my stepmom passed. And mm. Everybody that I thought was going to be there for me wasn't, and he was. After mm. I told him not to come to the funeral, not to do all this extra stuff, he did it, and I really appreciated it. I needed it. So oh. that's what started. I, th I think I know exactly what happened here then. I know exactly what happened. What happened? Um, uh, for the fact, yeah, I'm, I'm saying that, and I'm just going to say this, you let me know if I'm wrong, okay? You said at first he came off kind of strong, so you, you kind of... I would say you liked him, but you didn't. You wasn't really for sure about him. It was more like a friendship. But right. the fact that he was there at the, the time you needed him made yeah. you have some feelings when nobody else was. Made you have some feelings probably that was due to the situation that was going right. on. Got you, because that happens a lot to people. And, and then we kind of—I'm not going to say he was a rebound guy, but we we both came from bad previous relationships. Oh. His marriage ended badly. My last relationship ended badly. So we kind of used each other to get over that hurt. Right. And somehow we got stuck together. Yeah. And one day we were just like, let's go get married. I was like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so that's how we did it. We did, It wasn't planned. We did it a week. We called all our family and friends and said, next Friday we're getting married at my church. Y'all better be there. People showed up. Co-worker showed up. My family showed up. The only person from his side of the family that showed up was his dad. Wow. So that was kind of disappointing. It, was it any reason? No, um, I guess people, his family felt like he wasn't ready to get married again. Now, mind you, his his marriage was uh, finalized in July. We got married in September. Mm. So it was really, everybody thought I was pregnant. And no, we just wanted to get married. And we did. And a lot of people didn't agree. So those who didn't agree didn't show up. And we were cool with that. That was fine. Yeah, yeah, you can't let other people determine your happiness. That's true. Um, that is true. Man, yeah, it, yeah, that's what it seems like. It seems like you, you, you two were just there for each other at some pretty trying times in your life, and that it just so happened that in those in caring for each other, the uh, relationship came about. But it probably it would, shouldn't have been took as far as it got. That's what it's right. looking like. It okay. was too soon. We agreed. We agreed to that. We both agreed to that. And, you know, even after the second round of marriage counseling, where we, you know, kind of came to terms with why we started and, you know, we still tried to hold on to it. Because it's not, marriage is different from boyfriend and girlfriend. You can break up at any time when you boyfriend and girlfriend and walk away and say, I don't care or, you know, but when you marry, it's kind of like you got to keep it together. You got to try to make it work as much as possible. Yes, I agree. I, I agree. Um, even though I'm not married, but I know it's definitely more work. It is. It was a lot of work. Yes, man. So how, how did his, his? You said he had a child, right? He has three three children. Three children. How did how did his children take to you? Uh, they hate me. What? And that is okay. Yeah, they do not respect me. They don't like me. From the get go, or now? From the get go. I mean, I don't blame them. I don't blame them because you know he was with their mom for fifteen years, so their mom and their dad are all they know. Oh, okay. And it seemed like after it made you know the way things happened. 
it seemed like he left her for me to them, but that's not what happened. He, they were already done when I met him. Mm. But so, so to you, that wasn't a red flag for you? Like, if you knew you didn't like the kids? Because, you know, it's a package deal when you're you dealing with somebody that has kids. You know what? So, I liked the kids when I first met them. I liked the kids when I first met them. I even, you know, I painted rooms in my house. I was expecting to have children in my house. Then mm. me and my husband decided to have a child of our own. He got baby fever. I don't have children. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give this man a baby. We actually tried. You know, we lost a child. And after the, the loss of our baby was when things started going downhill for us. Mm. You know, that that's that that I'm going to tell you that's my one thing that I you know, I have issues with was not being able to carry a child. So this is kinda why I'm getting a divorce because he looked me in my face and said, I hope one day you can give you know, I hope one day you you find some eggs that work so you can give somebody a baby. That was a low blow for me. Yeah, it's kind of low. It is low. You know, as a woman and as a wife wanting to, you know, give your husband a child, have your first child together, and you can't, and then for you to throw it in my face like it's my fault that we lost the baby. So, that's what broke me. Hmm. Yeah, that's... Well, yeah, this this is yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of pretty hidden below the belt, and yeah. I, I know you women, certain things like that that will, y'all are very emotional people, so I'm pretty sure you got very emotional after that. I, I I lost it. I lost it. God. So were you guys? Did you guys buy a house together? Anything? No, I had my house prior to me um, meeting him. He was renting his house when we started dating so he was out at my house all the time so i'm like you know just get rid of your house and just move in here so that's what we did we had plans to build another house but that was like you know five years down the line but you know man how, how, so how is he taking his things does he does he want to get a divorce or is he at the point where he says okay i can't deal with i'm you pretty either. sure i don't talk to him i got him blocked on everything but, you know, I get screenshots of what he posts about me on Facebook. He posted the ugliest picture of me that I've ever seen in my life on his Facebook page. He made it his profile picture the other day. Wow. And it's just the, the petty stuff, you know. So I'm pretty sure he wants a divorce as much as I do. So, yeah, we're going to go with that. Now, that's one thing because I'm not getting in between nobody married uh, business. But I think that y'all should definitely not do. Y'all shouldn't put stuff on social media. We against right. each other. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Yeah. You are right. Yeah. But, you know, when you get upset, you know, I, I try not to post about him at all. Because, for one, I mean, he's still he's still a person. And I feel like only bitter people make posts about, you know, somebody that they were in a relationship with mm-hmm. in a negative light. Yeah, because sometimes... That, that, that means you and your feelings, you ain't got over it. You hurt behind it. So, you want the other person to hurt, too. I don't operate like that. I moved on. I'm getting promotions. It ain't stopping my money. I'm... Good. I don't make posts about him except for yesterday when I found out about his post. But you know, legally we married, still. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to pay me alimony, hey, that's on him. Yeah. I, but, oh, I thought you had to be married like a certain length before to get alimony. I don't know, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta be separated for a year before you can get a divorce in North Carolina. So yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, I know that. We're just waiting it out right now. And this is month, what, this is first month, second month? This is the second month. Second month. See, you, mm-hmm. you, you never know. He, it's the holiday season. He might he might get you no. back. No. No. No chance at all. No chance at all. I'm done. See, that's what everybody say. But when, when, when Thanksgiving come, you cooking, you know what I'm saying? No. It, oh, man. You just shut mm-hmm. down all. <laughs> Mm-mm. Just go ahead. Let's, let's move on while we still, you know, while we still at where we are before we absolutely hate each other. I don't want it to get to that point. Yeah, you're right, because it can be a whole lot of problems. Was it was it easy for him to move out? Uh, no, I had to put him out. Um, it wasn't easy. <laughs> it was more or less, okay, you can you can leave or I can change the locks and you just won't have to work up. I mean, I gave him a 30-day notice. Like I'm supposed to, you know, okay. like I'm required to by law, but you can't put nobody out of your house if without giving them a 30 day notice if they get mailed there. So I gave him a 30 day notice. He wanted six months. 
no, no. You can't. I can't come here and see you for six months and we don't get along. So, yeah. And then the fact y'all still work his, I take it he still works there too, correct? Yeah, but I don't have to see him. Oh, okay. We may run into each other or bypass each other, but it's, we don't have to directly work with each other. So that's good. So I think that's the tough thing because, like you said, um, people know who you guys are. Um, people know you guys, you know, we're married, we're still married. Yeah. And, uh, that, and that, there's some females involved too that they work here too, but you know. I'm good on it. For some reason, that doesn't shock me either. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. Let, I'm not even. I'm not even concerned about that part. So yeah, I, I, I it would. Is yeah, if you if you feel like you're done, I wouldn't be concerned with it either. Um, man, yeah, that's that's just. I'm sorry to hear that because you, man, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just when you see people get married, you think they're gonna be in love and gonna last for a minute, and then yeah, you never know what was planned. You're right. It was out of our control, and I'm not. I, I, it, it made me think about your post the other day when you was talking about soulmates or whatever. And I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't feel that with him. I, I, I chose him because I wanted to choose him, and not necessarily because he's the man that I needed. Yeah, and and that's what a lot of us do. Um, a lot of people do. Yeah. Instead of figuring out, you know, is that person really for me? Can I be with with or without this person? Right. I'm in love with this person. Do they get me? I get them. Do I accept them? Can mm-hmm. they accept me for my flaws? Stuff like that. People don't really right. put out. They go off the emotions of how they make them feel or something exactly. at, at that moment. And and I keep telling people sometimes moments can be tricky. <laughs> right. I was comfortable. I was yeah. comfortable and I got too comfortable and it was just, I, we shouldn't have got married. Mm. And this is what it is. The good thing is that you recognized early before you lost a lot of years. Like you said, you, you're still young. Yeah. Um, how much older is he than you? He is four years older than me. Okay, so that's not that bad. So he he still can, you know, probably both of y'all can, you know, heal. And and hopefully both of y'all take y'all time and not get with somebody else. And then, of know, course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I wish him the best of luck. I don't wish no bad blood on nobody. I want the woman for you. I'm, I'm, I'm removing myself out of the picture. I hope you find the one, you know, that you're supposed to be with. I'm all for it. Invite me to the wedding. Now, see, that's that's a little bit too far. He, he ain't got to invite you to the wedding. <laughs> no, <laughs> he don't have to. See, I'm with him on that. Like, I am not inviting you to the wedding. You done divorced me. Yeah, I'm with him. We didn't. His ex-wife won't invite to our wedding, so I was just kidding. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't blame you. I, I, that's, that's, that's where it gets kind of weird. I mean... I don't even know what's the, what's after the wedding. The um, the reception. Yeah, the reception even kind of stretched, but you know she got kids, and you know she probably bring her kids. That's I can see maybe the reception, but not the wedding. Wedding right. is a little bit too weird. Right, you're right. We didn't even have a reception really. We just um everybody made us a garden barbecue or Rocky Mountain, and we <laughs> ate, and my daddy paid for everybody to eat. You know so. what? Hey, look, as you, as you go farther along with this, I'm saying that you should have saw all the signs. <laughs> what the hell was y'all doing eating in Rocky Mountain after you get married? That's a bad sign. Yeah. Because we got married in Ash County. My church is in um, Sharpsburg. Oh, okay. What church you go to? I go to um, Olive Chapel in Sharpsburg, right there by the little Andes. It's, it's back up in the cut. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. they built a newer church in the cut back there. That's yeah. my church. My home church. You gotta be careful going through Charlesburg, man. They just you're right. They got about like two policemen, but they catch you as soon as you go in five miles on the speed. They will get you. They don't got nothing else to do but write tickets. <laughs> yeah, but the gardeners in the Rocky Mountain. Yeah, you know, you know how I feel about Rocky Mountain. I got love for y'all, Rocky Mountain. I got some friends in Rocky Mountain, but hey, there's not not a good sign after wedding. Rocky Mountain is the furthest from my mind. I mean, we came back to Wilson for the after party, but you know, I wanted some barbecue, and I, I was I dare not go to Bills. So, and Marty yeah. and Marty's probably wasn't open when then, was it? No, because no, we got married at night. Yeah, we got married at night. So Marty was about to close. You know how I feel about. I don't like going nowhere to eat when they about to close. You know, yeah. you gonna get the best food. So and whose idea was to get married at night? That's I never went <laughs> well, to. A, I never went to. What happened was we wanted to make it since it was short notice. We wanted to make it at a time where everybody would be off work, mm. and most people work day shifts. So we we got married at six o'clock at night. What is, oh, six, that ain't bad. I'm thinking like eight, nine or something like oh, that. Oh, no, we got married at six. Mm-hmm. And what, that weekend or so? It was a Friday, a Friday night. 
Friday. Man, y'all, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Good that y'all don't care shit about traditionalism or nothing. No, <laughs> no, tradition ain't for us, especially not me. I'm a very untraditional person. And that's how no. we should be. I, I think there's a, a lot of people's problems too is we think grandma's way is gonna work for us these days, and it, and it right. really doesn't. Right. Ain't that wrong with starting your own tradition? What works for you and your family? So yeah, exactly. I definitely agree. So right now, I'm hoping you're taking these months as as you have to wait ten more months for this divorce. I hope you're taking it slow. Are you? Are you? You're not out here trying to date now, are you? I ain't out here thotting, but you know, I um. no, I ain't, I ain't trying to date. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying. To, I, I got that out in college. So I'm good. Okay, okay. Because you're going to mess around and find yourself in the same situation. No, I, I, I would definitely do it different. I would definitely do it different. You know what? I, I wasn't in love with him. And I think that was that was, that was was the, the, the fuck up from the start that I married a man that I was not in love with. Loved him, but was not in love with him. Yeah. He had potential. So I, I guess I loved the potential. You know, even the flaws and everything, I kind of tried to overlook, you know, the glasses, the wire rim glasses and the, you know, the little <laughs> jealous traits. Come on. Why you got to say the wire rim glasses? Because those, he had some indestructible glasses. I promise you, I tried to break them. <laughs> I stepped on them. I, I ran over with the vacuum cleaner. They would not break. So you saying his glasses were made out of Wolverine's body? Yeah. What was that stuff you were talking about the other day? <laughs> those, that, that's what it was made out of. Adamanium. Adamanium. <laughs> So these glasses yeah. made out of a man. That's... <laughs> but we got a couple more glasses, you know. He think he had a halfway cute now, so I guess that's why he was feeling himself a little bit. But okay, <laughs> you know, it went from 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 Steve Urkel to Stefan, you know. But it's all right. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with the glasses. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna clown them on glasses, man. Um, man, the indestructible ones. <laughs> like I, you can bend them as much as you want to. They would not break. I've never seen anything like it in my life. <laughs> I think you paid like three, four hundred for them glasses, though. They are, they cost a oh. grip, but they are, I mean, it's thin wire frame. Whatever, whatever bras are made out of, I think that's what his glasses are made out of. <laughs> so what kind of glasses did you want them to have? No, I, it ain't that I wanted them to have glasses. It's just those, the, the, you know, the ones that make your pupils look real big. Yeah. <laughs> See, now that might just be doing the, the type of medicine he got in his lenses. Yeah, it could be. Could be. I think it did have cataracts, though, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's that's probably why. That's probably why, because I, I know some people too that got that. Also, yeah. So, oh man, like that's the thing about this story, Zara. Like, is, you you throwing so many red flags from everything, and now you said you wasn't truly in love. Like, what really made you go through like this? I told you. I, I okay. What really what really did it for me was I dealt with it after six years. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna even say we were in a relationship. I I tried to push the relationship, and he ended up choosing his baby mama over me. Mm. Over and over and over again, so I got tired of it. And then Kendra came. Oh, Lord, I'm talking no names, but my husband came along. Yeah, I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna edit it out. <laughs> my husband came along and you know treated me like I I, I wanted to be treated, and he just swung his way on up in there, and I fell for it. Mm. So I don't know. So so maybe. So, how long were you out of the six-year relationship before you started talking to your husband? Um, it would have been a couple of months. See? see About three months. See, that, that's kind of on the rebound edge tip but right now. Um, it was. We, uh, hey, he was out of his marriage for two months, you know, when we got married. So, we both. So, y'all both caught each, each other. Each other y'all, yeah. y'all caught each other off the backboard. Like we did. Love. We yeah. did. We oh. did. But, I, I mean, that's a mistake that I made was to... to Try to get over the last guy by getting with somebody else instead of taking time to myself and, you know, getting that hurt off me before I put it on somebody else. Exactly. At least you know your flaws, so hopefully you, you won't make the same mistake again. I will not. I, will, I ain't even looking at nobody. I got, I got my eyes closed out here in these streets. I'm not even entertaining no ideas right now. I'm good. I'm chilling. Yeah, because you don't want to be them girls that are like, yo, I'm on my fourth marriage before I hit 35. And... No, 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 no. Look, let me tell you, my little brother got three. He had three and he 30. Ooh. But anyway, that's a whole different story. He don't, he just, he get married just to do something, but. He got married three times and he's 30? He's 30. Good God. He is 30. Is he still married now? He is still married now. Yes. Hey, maybe this, this last one might be the charm for him. No. 
No. <laughs> but we definitely not going to talk about that because we don't know who's listening. Right. <laughs> We're going to leave that alone because that didn't yeah. sound good. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank God you didn't say his name. I oh. know, right? I almost said it, but no. No. Oh. I didn't do it like that. So, so did you play the Mega Millions the other week? I played the hell out of the Mega Millions, man. Look, I, I went to Winston-Salem for business the, um, the last two days. And I, I I was in line. People was buying like two, $300 worth of tickets. I came over there and bought $20 worth. Just knew I was going to be rich. And somebody <laughs> in South Carolina got it. Yeah, I saw that. that that's but look, let me tell you what the joke is. They said it was somebody at Firestone Border. You for real? <laughs> I don't know. Nobody can prove it, but that's that's what the word, that's what the rumor is. That somebody from Firestone Border? It's, it's their their daughter. Somebody from Firestone's oh, daughter. Oh, their daughter. So a girl wanted. That's what the rumor is. You know, in South Carolina, you don't have to expose yourself. You don't have to take a picture or let them print your name or whatever. So we don't. Nobody knows. Shit, I wouldn't either. Not for one point six billion. Nah. No. Nope. Nobody knows. Good God, that that would be um, crazy if somebody from Firestone daughter really did. Well, whoever that person shouldn't be coming to work. Exactly. That's that's where everybody look. Look, some people got missing the other day, so that's what the speculation was. That one person stayed out of work for two days after, you know, the ticket was won or whatever. Oh, man. So. It, it depends on what crew that came from. If it came from a crew, that probably was a myth. If it comes from any crew out here, it probably was a bitch. Yeah. But we'll, we'll know soon enough, though. Yeah, we'll know. The, the person who started acting different, acting funny. A whole lot different, yeah. <laughs> when somebody get cussed out around right here and walk out, we'll know who was that. Yeah, you know, okay, it must be his daughter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. That is crazy, man. So, even though it doesn't matter now because you say you're not looking for something, before you even got into that relationship with us, before y'all got married, what was the qualities that you looked for in a man? Honestly, I like a man with a sense of humor. A sense of humor is the most, I mean, that's the sexiest thing on a man to me. Because I like to laugh. I laugh at anything and everything. Mm. Um, I also like a man with ambition, goals. I talk about the future. I write down my goals a lot, things I want to have done in five, ten years. If I talk to you and you can't tell me where you want to be in five years, we don't have nothing else to talk about. Right. You know, I like I like a respectful man. I still say yes, sir, to my dad, and I'm 33. I mean, that's a good thing. So, you know, you got you to gotta have respect. That's number one for me. I love a man that is family-oriented. I do a lot with my family. On my time off, I'm, I'm somewhere with one of my cousins, with my family, with my dad. I spend a lot of time with my family members. I try to attend all those functions that they throw, those parties that I don't want to go to. I'm there because, you know, you got to show love to your family. Exactly. Um. What else do I like? I ain't, I ain't never really been big on money, but I do want him to be to work and to be working an adult job. When I say an adult job, I'm sorry, but at our age, I feel like you can do better than McDonald's. Fast food, restaurants, you know, stuff like that. I don't knock it for the people who do work in it. If that's what you do, you do what you do, but I'm I'm looking for career-wise. Okay. You know. Now, what if, what if he's on the come up? If he's on the come up, then we come. I'm going to help you come up. If that's what you're doing to start out, that's fine, but as long as you got plans to get away from that, I'm good. Okay, you don't you don't you don't want nobody to be complacent in it. No, right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you if you want to come up, you shouldn't even be looking for a relationship until you until you get yourself where you where you need to be. Man, I totally agree on that also. So that that's male or female, not just a man, but it goes for a woman too. Exactly. But you know, I see so many things on Facebook about you know if they wasn't there struggling with you, then they they don't deserve you when you reap your rewards and stuff. I'm like, don't nobody want to struggle with nobody. Nope. So, I mean, I can struggle by myself. It's depressing enough for me to struggle by myself. I'm not going to struggle with somebody. <laughs> so, you know. You're right. A lot of them memes never, I always say it all the time. I like, they, people be following some dumb shit that don't never make sense. They don't. Get yourself together. Get out the struggle before you, you know, want to open yourself up and subject yourself to a relationship. Mm. That's just me. Exactly. And did you, because I don't know if I noticed or not, did you, when, when you noticed that it was over? That you wanted to get a divorce. Did you take a social media break like all the other ladies? No. When I realized that it was over, 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 I'm going to tell you exactly where I was at. I was in the middle of a conference with some co-workers in Winston-Salem. 
And when I that thought ran across my head, through my mind, I busted out crying mm. in front of people, looking like a whole complete crazy person. Mm. But I, I mean, I have been strong for so long and holding so much stuff in that, that it, it got me. It got me. But mm. you know, I'm human. Yeah, we all are. You never know when it's going to hit you. So it hit me right then, but I'm, I'm over it now. I mean, I'm getting over it. I'm working towards that. You know how you, I'm, I'm the strong person. Everybody always come to me for strength and, you know, even the strong people need somebody when they're going through stuff. So. Yeah, they, they definitely do. That's I bottled so much stuff up inside that it came out and that's where it came out. Now, did some of your co-workers console you? Or they just let yeah, you Yeah, they did. They did. I, I had to leave the conference. I had to walk out of the meeting and stuff. But when I came back, they was like, oh, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I got some personal stuff going on, but I'm going to be all right. But you know they gave me they they fed me and gave me drinks and got me all looked up and I was good. <laughs> I was real good after that. So you drunk away the pain. I drunk away the pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just glad y'all didn't never get one of them um, couple joint accounts. Oh, we did, we did. Let me oh tell you about that. Let me tell, we, we did that when we started dating. I told him, I said, if 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 I can trust you with my money, then you got me. So, so we put the same amount of money. We both put in $50 a week into a, a joint account. And oh, you can see, touch it. see, you're talking about a bank account. I'm talking about a, a joint uh, uh, social media account. Oh, no. I'm talking about money. No, I ain't do That's corny to yeah. me. Yes, joint accounts? No, that means you don't trust your partner. I'm well, sorry. Yeah, because, I mean, if you get married, of course, you, you got to have some type of trust to have a joint bank account. That would make some sense. Of course. Yes, that would make some sense. I was talking about the social media account. That's the oh, shit that no. No, that's corny. That's for people who don't trust their spouse. I, I yeah, but people don't believe me when I say that. I'm because I'm like, and then they hit you up. I don't know who I'm talking to. Like, man, is this you or your wife? Like, exactly, that, exactly. <laughs> no, I ain't. That's I'm no. I'm good on that. <laughs> I'm good on that. Yeah, that, that is weird. I hate when people do that, man. And that it, is extremely weird. What What about the uh, the locks on the cell phones? Were y'all trusting each other that way? Let me tell you about that. We we lock our cell phones because if if I lose my phone or he loses his phone, I don't want nobody to see the stuff we send each other, and I don't want nobody seeing personal stuff. So saying. we both had you know locks on our phone, but we both had the the codes okay. until I start. You know, he started going through my phone. You know, you can tell the last thing that you looked at when you unlock your phone. Mm -hmm. If you go through your task manager, you can tell you know, what's been looked at. And I just started noticing that he was going through my messenger mm. messages, you know, going all the way back to 2014. Uh. And then he messed around and Facebook video called somebody <laughs> by mistake <laughs> trying to read the messages. <laughs> so I'm like, you old, you crazy for that. But anyway, but yeah, I mean, I didn't have no problem because I wasn't hiding nothing. But yeah. it's just, you were going way too far. I didn't even know him in 2014. So you had no reason, no reason to even go back that far. But, now, now, see me. I, I'm, I'm different. I feel like there's no reason for neither one, me or my girl, to have to go into each other's phones. Period. Right. Like, is, is no reason for that. Um, of course, you do. People are stupid if you leave your phone around with no codes. But if you lose it, like you said, y'all might be sending each other messages. You got other important stuff in there. Right. And, you know, somebody can see it. So I do recommend everybody have a code. But as far as I wouldn't recommend nobody having to give their girl their code. I don't know about marriage, but boyfriend and girlfriend, no, no. I mean, we just felt like we, I, that was one of those things where when you marry, you got to kind of be transparent. Yeah. You need to be open as much as possible. I gave him the code to my phone just in case he needed to get in it for something or, you know, anything could have happened. But I wasn't mm -hmm. expecting him to use it to actually go through it, <laughs> you, you know, at will. To 2014. You know. Right. And to be mistakenly video calling people by mistake or whatever, but, you know. <laughs> So, so what advice would you give to a young lady that's that's dating now, who's contemplating marriage? Because you know, a lot of day these days, everybody's so pressured that you have to be married or you have to have kids be married by a certain age, and you know, a whole lot, all these things that is put on us, like we said, through traditionalism. Right. Um, what would you tell a young lady who's dating somebody now and might be close to the same situation as you? They both off the rebound. And the guy, all of a sudden, like, you know, I, I can see myself marrying you. What would you tell that young lady? I would tell her, this is what I did. 
this is what I was told to do after the fact. Write down all the things that you like about that person on a piece of paper and write down all the things that you do not like about that person on a piece of paper. If the things that you dislike about that person are things that you cannot live with, you cannot get married. Or if those things are not fixable. When I say fixable, I mean if, if you go to that person and y'all exchange lists and they are not willing to compromise, oh, I see that you like you don't like it when I do this. You don't like it when I do this. I'm willing to change that. If they're not willing to compromise, nope, don't do it. Mm. Do not do it. Take your time. Take your time. Learn each other out. People change after you after you uh, move in with them. You might you might like them while y'all won't live together. Y'all move in together. You might not like the way he keep house. He might not not he might not like the way you cook. You know, it's just you gotta know. You gotta know. Take your time. I, I think a big thing for me, I, I think people should look at too, um, is how the person that they trying to get with deals with their money. That's a big issue. You know what? That was one of our issues too. I'm a saver. We, you know what? We were only married for a year when we went to Mexico. Uh, we went to New York five times. We've been to Vegas. We've been to Myrtle Beach. We've been to uh, tons of places because I saved money. Mm-hmm. He spends it. I save it so that we can do what we want to do without breaking bank. I'm the type of person I like to take a trip without having to go in my bank account and, and look and see what bills ain't going to get paid because I want to go somewhere. I like having the money I already laid out. Right. So yeah, that that is a finances is a big part. He's my husband was a a, a swiper, a credit card swiper. He would want a credit card bill up. I'm not. I like to pay things off. I like to have a little money on my credit card just in case of a real emergency. I can swipe it if I need to. You know, I'm one of those people. I'm 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 very good with money, as you can tell. Well, you don't know me, but people that do know me know that I I like to spend money, but I'm good with money. Good at saving. Uh, are you? You're not one of them couponers, are you? No, I, and I don't keep on. I want to learn how to do that though. So I already know how to do it. Hit me up. Yeah, I know, I'm trying to learn. I know somebody do that. Do that, and she makes it. I mean, not make a killing, but she comes back with a lot of shit off them coupons. Yeah. Spending like nine dollars. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I never got into it because I, you know, it's just it was just me for the longest. It was me and him, but now it's just me. So I really don't buy a whole lot of stuff. But yeah, I wasn't. I mean. I want somebody I know to find out, but I'm not doing it myself for a guy. I think that's a little bit too sassy. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> <Couponing? No. laughs> yeah, I'm not taking the coupon. Like, yo, you, you, hey, hey, what you gonna do with your coupons, man? Like, nah. <laughs> you know what? I've never seen a dude in the store with the coupons. It's always females. Hey, you right. Uh, no, you I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real, though. <laughs> uh, what was the other week? I did take a coupon for... Um, and I hate going to McDonald's. Yeah, I express that a lot on my social media, but I got to be really hungry to go to McDonald's. Me too. So it was a coupon that you got the uh, <laughs> the medium fries and the drink if you buy the quarter pounder. Yeah, right. I did it. But see, I, I'm I'm so I'm one of the people that's so ashamed to use coupons that when I got to the window, I'm like over talking like, yeah, my dad got me using this coupon, so I can get this, <laughs> so I can get this free fries and drink. <laughs> but it's really for me though. This is really for me. That's the type of person I am. <laughs> you ain't even gotta be like that. It was just a free fry to drink. Dang. Nah, man. I just, I just hate doing. It. I hate using coupons. That's what they're there for. Save you money. You should never be ashamed to save money. Nah, I'm not. I just don't like coupons. Just something about coupons that just nah. Well, what about the app on your phone, the McDonald's app? I never downloaded that. Oh, yeah, I never See? Same thing as a coupon, but you can just, I guess, they can scan your phone and like, it'll make you feel, you know, more manly. Oh, see, that would that would have been a whole lot better. That would have been a whole lot yeah, better. Yeah, you should do that. Then I would have said it was for me instead of lying and saying it was for my dad. Exactly. You should download that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No doubt, man. This, this has been pretty good, though. That, like, I think a lot of women and men that listen to the show, because I don't know if you know, uh, we are in the top 50 out of two. It's like 20,000 podcasts in, in the ratings. We're like in the, in the top 50. Wow. Um, we have a lot of listeners that I didn't know we had until I started checking the analytics. Um, and uh, I think it's some pretty, pretty, pretty good information, especially for people, because there's a lot of people in that situation, too, that, that say they're in love off the rebound or rush into things that yeah. maybe this convo can help save them from making that mistake, too, because marriage is a big jump. It is. Like like I said, it it's, just, it's just good that you recognize early. and uh, Because like you said, if y'all could have kept, kept going, a lot of right. shit would have turned into hate. Right. <laughs> and then it would somebody would end up seeing black, and nowadays, no telling what would happen. Right. You're mm-hmm. right. So, you are right. Yeah. And it, I'm not, I mean, 
like I said, because we have to work at the same place, I'm trying to keep it as kosher as possible. I'm trying to shut down all the rumors. I don't, you know, I'm not entertaining no rumors. When people ask me questions, I'm like, mind your business. And, and they will do it. That that, that, that and, job. And they will. Yes, at that job. Yeah, you got you got to tell they them. They are bold. They yeah. are bold. And if you don't tell them what they want to know, they're going to spread whatever rumor it is that they want to tell. The, the, so, the, I mean, we here you can't avoid rumors. The, the best thing you can do is just ignore them. It is what it is. The, the thing I, I, I used to do, you just you just got to... The thing is, if you shut the shit down and don't even give no small talk, then they know not to play with you like that. Like, right. like when it comes up, like, hey, man, don't ask me about that. I ain't got nothing to say about that, blah, blah, blah. That's it. But if you go and you tell a little bit and then next mm-hmm. you want to tell that, then they're going to take whatever they have and run with it. And, and the, the nature of my job calls for me to shut it down. Mm. Because, I, you know, I can curse you out real politely. <laughs> but you know, I just go ahead and shut it down. It, it has nothing to do with work. If you want to talk about your check or or who you want to refer to the job, we can talk about that. But we're not going to talk about my personal relationship or anybody else's personal relationship. That's none of my business, and it ain't none of yours. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That, that shouldn't be discussed at work anyway. But we know how jobs are. Right. We know special, people love drama, especially at a job like that. Boy, whew, that twelve day. Good oh job. yeah, they don't got nothing else to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing else, else to talk, talk about. about. You're right, mm, man. So what? What else does uh, Miss Sierra have on the agenda? How does she keep herself busy? Um, since I, na- I, since I mean, I, I'm back to pouring myself into work. I finally I got another promotion, so I'm mm-hmm. at work a lot more on the floor, interacting with people because now I have to oversee a certain group of people. Okay. So I'm I'm trying to let them know that you know I'm not gonna be like your last manager. I'm I'm gonna be here for you if you need, if you got an issue. I'm here. I'm back to pouring myself into my work. I love what I do. Tell you know, I feel like I feel like my employees were not treated fairly before. They didn't have a voice. It was just like, okay, well, they're making me money, so it is what it is. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not treating them like that because I know we don't. You know, people out here working for pennies. You know, working for yeah. little. You know, eight, nine, ten dollars. Right. That's no money. So you got. I, I'm I'm here to make my people feel good about that little money. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm here to help them get moving, get on to something better. If I can find you a better job to pay more money, I got you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That, that's a, that's a good person to have in your corner for for your employees. It's a good type of person, right? Trying to keep them damn steel toes on. Right, <laughs> and them safety glasses and them earplugs. <laughs> because I mean, just I've been like I said, I've been out here for ten years, and. It, I can tell you, my hearing has changed a lot. You don't think it's loud in here, but it is very loud. Very loud. And, and I don't play about the earplugs now because I'm too young to, you know, be <laughs> having to say, what you say? What, say it louder? <laughs> I can't hear you, you know. <laughs> I ain't got time. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It's definitely loud in there. I made sure I kept mine in. I ain't play with that shit. You better. Oh, man. So, is there anything you want to leave us with? Uh, give out your social media accounts if you want to. If you want, or, or, or guys is waiting until after that divorce comes off. What, 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 what do you want to leave us with? <laughs> okay, I am Sierra Ruffin on Facebook or Sierra Toon, whichever one you want to go by, T-U-N-E. Um, if you are in search, if you're in the, can I say the area? Yeah. Oh, if you're in the Wilson County area or surrounding area um, and you are looking for employment, Please hit me up or put in an application at www.bug.com and uh, hit me up and let me know you put an application so I can pull your name. Yeah, good, good applicants too. Just looking for yeah, jobs. good applicants, not people who just who just they need a job and they don't really want to work for the money. I need people who want to work because I hire people and I also fire them. So, <laughs> are are you hiring for people with straight shift out there? Um, it depends on what's, what I have available. I might need to know somebody that does need that. Okay. Just let me know. Just okay. let me know. Okay. And I definitely will. I will hit you up on that. And if there's nothing else said, I'm Ant. That's Sierra. This is Off The Wall Podcast. We'll see y'all soon. Bye. Later. <laughs>